0: forever hi 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 it's sydney and marie from the unofficial expert podcast we're here to tell you what you need to check out this week on the forever dog podcast network let's start with treks in the city a podcast hosted by alice Wetterlin and veronica arsario and they welcome back fan favorite guest paul f tompkins talking about star trek The Next Generation, Space Fashion, Intergalactic Sex, and so much more. But why stop there? Check out more great Treks in the City quarantine episodes with guests like Amanda Seals, Yodoya Travis, and Forever Dog podcasters Tom Sharpling and Mitra Johari.
1: And if you missed it on Sloppy Seconds, Big Dipper, and Meatball interview actor and comedian Lauren Lapkus from the Netflix movie The Wrong Missy. Do you know what it's like to grind on David Spade? Well,
0: she does. And of course, hello, you already know, we'd love for you to check out and subscribe our freaking show, The Unofficial Expert, where we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of fake expertises. We had some incredible guests like Devin Walker as a reform hoe expert, Alana mm-hmm. Glazer as a friendship expert, mm-hmm. and Forever Dog own Meg Stalter as the church expert. So laugh and learn something absolutely ridiculous by subscribing again to the unofficial expert
1: thanks for listening and for all the latest forever dog updates videos and episode clips make sure to follow forever dog team on twitter and instagram now enjoy this episode forever dog
2: Hello, hello, hello. That one sounded very soothing. I know. Okay, go us. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go us and go off. Well, if you haven't... Turned <laughs> we'll let away. go and let us. <laughs> let go and go off. Well, if you're still listening at this point, hi, I'm Io And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to an episode of Iconography, the podcast where Olivia and I talk icons with somebody... Who's an icon to us? Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Remember uh-oh. that song? Uh-oh. Is that what you were doing? No, I was doing a... Uh-oh. 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 Yeah. I, I do remember that song. do <laughs> And if you want me to podcast, <laughs> I will podcast. <sighs> <laughs> where where are we going with this? I don't know. I was I was hoping you would sort of swoop oh, in. Oh, I'm and, so sorry. And, no, it's okay. I was really
3: I was doing the thing where I was like, I wonder how long she can just go.
2: Sometimes I would like you to not walk Okay, her. Sometimes okay, I it. need you to just okay. sort of just hit the hammer
3: on the. And that's what's important is nail. communication is telling me what you want.
2: <laughs> hit the hammer on the nail. <laughs> Yeah, I spent money to learn to, more yeah. things, and that's what I ended up with. <laughs> well, Olivia and I, before we introduce our guest, we talk about our icons of the week. Yes, we do. And Olivia. Yeah, is your. Hold on, before we do this, as is kind of the running
3: theme of mm-hmm. these past few episodes, mm-hmm. do you have a person or a thing?
2: Right now, I've got a thing. Okay, I
3: also kind of have a thing, but it's well,
2: attached to a person. Okay, and mine isn't. So okay, let's so I'll start go first. With yours. Um, okay, so the other day
3: uh, I was listening to uh, Lay All Your Love on Me, the ABBA song. Okay, okay wow. Okay, which made me think oh, I should. Listen to the version from Mamma Mia. Yes. Uh, and so my icon of the week is Mamma Mia, but more specifically, Lay All Your Love on Me from Mamma Mia. But more specifically, the like one piece bathing suit that Amanda Seyfried is wearing while mm. singing it, which was like the first time I saw someone wearing a one piece bathing suit and like looking good in it, which was kind of a crucial moment in my life.
2: Do you know the one I'm talking about? I it's do. Like know blue. The one you're Talking about yeah. Anyway, I just can't believe that's the first time you've seen someone look good in a one piece yeah, bathing I, suit. Yeah, what?
3: When did that movie come out? When we were like 12?
2: Yeah. And
3: I was like, you know, I was like a, a oddly proportioned child in a one piece bathing suit. And I was like, okay, I this see. can
2: be good. I see. I I just I I've always loved one piece ba- one piece bathing suits, mm. and that's sort of my trauma that <laughs> I grew up in, in in an environment where if you were a two piece bathing suit, you were automatically a slut. Oh, so. see, it was
3: the exact opposite. Where like I feel like I grew up with girls who are like really into wearing bikinis, and I was like, <laughs> I can't, I don't know how to do this, and so I felt shamed for wearing like lo- the loving Speedo bikini culture
2: is really something that needs I to be know. abolished in this country. I know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch things up yeah. with my icon of the week. Because I lied to you. I didn't lie to you. I just... You just just change it? I just changed it in the moment. Okay. Because I remember something that sort of rocked my world. I was looking at the Instagram page of... Chris Catan and oh, um, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> it just happens. Because it sometimes things happen to you. Sometimes you wake up in the middle of the desert and you've got a suitcase full of money and <laughs> uh, your car is gone and there's blood on your shirt and you don't remember the last week. And sometimes, and sometimes- you wake up and you're on Chris Catan's Instagram. Uh-huh. And also, can I say, sometimes those two things feel the same. What What is he up to? Well, I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, but he's my icon because he's, he's got, your I, he's your icon because he's got a was, okay. young girlfriend. Actually, Ew. he's not my my She's my icon. Chris Kattan's
3: he's, young girlfriend, who is, is your a icon. model,
2: what? Who looks exactly like Chris Kattan? <laughs>
3: no, okay, hold on. We're pulling up the evidence. That's insane. Do you remember uh, a couple months ago when Chris Kattan's book came out and he was just like saying crazy shit? Yes. About- <laughs> so he was like, Amy Heckerling like, was we- was like, s- we had a sexual relationship and Amy Heckerling was like, I no. don't think we did.
2: <laughs> but if Chris Kattan believes that it happened, it happened. When Chris Kattan says he had a sexual relationship Kattan. with you, believe him. Believe Chris Kattan. <laughs> I can't I hate this. <laughs> okay. I'm not pro Catan, I'm just not anti Catan. <laughs> well, okay, what are you are it's you like, like oh. were
3: you like a Catan head as a kid? Yeah.
2: Were you like a knight at
3: the Roxbury kid? No.
2: <laughs> okay. I just think he's funny. To like, 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 at, like at his job or like as a person? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know. I just think he's funny. Sometimes some it's like half and half at both, which makes a whole yes is an answer. He's half funny in his job, half funny in his life. So altogether, somewhere in there, there's one funny person.
3: Okay, Chris Catan's Instagram bio is comedian slash actor, comma, movie and TV actor, comma, writer, period. Stand up comic, comma, SNL alum, period, period. And much better looking in person. Oh, he's big into Instagram highlights. He's big into his like story highlights. Yeah. I'm sure they're great. <laughs> Wait, is this the girlfriend? Yeah. um, She looks like his daughter. <laughs> I don't
2: like that. I think it's funny.
3: <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm choosing
2: to look at it humorously. Oh, this was a
3: Valentine's Day post. So blessed to have such a wonderful woman in my life. Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day! For Hashtag Valentine's Day. Day. Hashtag Happy Valentine's Day. Hashtag Love. Yes. Okay. So. So you know, shout out to Shay Gordon.
2: <laughs> oh, that's her name. That's
3: a, that's he <laughs> added her.
2: I'm happy for them. Ew. Olivia, i she- no, I just, I No, I just
3: thought about having sex with Chris Kattan and that's why I said ew.
2: It's not about that. It's about being with somebody who looks exactly Wait, like you. Wait, she's so
3: hot. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm looking at her page now. Look at this. Yeah. How do you think they met? Mm, Raya.
2: Library. <laughs> you almost hooked up with somebody. You did hook up with somebody who looked like you. Oh, yeah,
3: I did. I didn't like it. Well, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Um, he also was like annoying, but like he did look a lot like
2: me. Yeah. I wish she was less annoying so that you could have
3: also so had much another older. baby it like that looked thing. exactly like you. Well, I don't think I could marry someone who looked exactly like me. Please. Do you think you could? No, but I want
2: you to do it.
3: <laughs> you just want my, you just, what you actually want is for my babies to not look white. As we've gone over many times before. It really stresses me out.
2: I know. They're gonna. I know. That's the
3: thing. (laughs) If I keep going on the track record, on like the track I'm on, my babies will look like, you know, little Caucasian angels.
2: I know. It's so crazy. I know. It's crazy to think about um, that could just happen. Yeah. Genetics. Genetics. (laughs) Crazy. It's crazy. Then what am I going to do? I I don't know. (laughs) This is about me. I know.
3: You're going to have to, I don't know, remind them. Love white children? You're going to have to remind (laughs) them that they're like quadroons or whatever. I know.
2: I'm going to only take them on um, vacations to like (laughs) African-American monuments that also I don't even relate to because both of my parents are immigrants (laughs) and the narrative (laughs) of black people in this country is is alienating to me.
3: You're going to go to like the Smithsonian African-American History Museum and be like, this is you. This isn't me, but this, this is... This is you. This is you. <laughs> or I'm just
2: going to let them loose and be like, all right, hope you learned something. Auntie's going to go drink at the day bar.
3: woo <laughs> Day bar. Woohoo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Auntie's got to get her
3: juice. woo <laughs> Imagine you just setting my children loose in, like, Harlem. Even though by the time I have children, Harlem will be, like, a white child's playground. Yeah. <laughs> so, like,
2: who knows? Where am I going to take them? Um, Probably the plantation where uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds got married. <laughs> okay, learn what you need to. Woo!
3: Learn what you need to. Be like, some bad things happened to your ancestors
2: here. And also,
3: I just got to get her
2: juice. <laughs> Woo! That's my new catchphrase. I just got to get her juice. Woo! Imagine your juice is just like a hooch. It's literally like a hooch you brought yourself. It's old. It's old. It's Shirley Temple made from old grenadine that started Ugh. fermenting. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Shout out to my ex husband Shirley Temple kid. I want my <laughs> alimony. <laughs> Gimme my alimony. Are you
3: is in this? Are you married to the Shirley Temple kid? Well, in this? In, I don't know. are we you, already? I can see you marrying younger. <laughs>
2: With that, I guess let's introduce our guest, who has looked very upset this whole conversation. And honestly, I'll say we've done better lead-ins. Yeah, absolutely. We've done We're
3: better better a little rusty sure.
4: today. Whatever. Yes. Can I speak? Yes. Yeah, should we say? I truly, please introduce <laughs> like, me now. <laughs>
2: Okay, our guest is someone I, believe it or not, respect. Um, (laughs) This is so crazy, because I literally texted Io, and
3: I was like, oh, my God, our guest is, like, actually, like, a smart person.
4: Oh, shut (laughs) up.
3: And we were
2: both so excited, and this is what, this is what. Now we're talking about Io's (laughs) hooch.
4: Woohoo! No, I'm not, for, for the record, I have not looked upset because I've been upset with the conversation. I've just been so upset that I wasn't allowed to speak during the entire discourse around Chris Kattan's model girlfriend, and then Io's catchphrase: "Auntie's gonna get her juice." Is that what it is?
2: Auntie's gotta get her gotta juice. Get her juice.
4: Woohoo! Yes! yes,
3: there it is. That's the trademark right there. The
2: shirts say "Auntie's gotta get her juice," and the hats say "Woohoo." Yes. <laughs>
4: Wait, that's the other day. I was, um, who was I talking? Oh, Max Witter said, um, about something. He goes, that's poem. And I was like, that's your new catchphrase. That's poem. <laughs> <That's poem. laughs>
2: I think I want to be more hack. I want to be more hack so that I can sell merch more.
4: Yeah, yeah, you gotta that's get That's just my crazy catch,
2: my crazy catchphrases. Do, this
4: is humiliating, but there is one thing in my act that I do feel like would be funny merch, and that's <laughs> at one point I talk about being horny but prude. And can you imagine T-shirts that yeah. just say oh, "horny but prude"?
2: Absolutely, and totes. And to- <laughs> a, to- a tote would really send it home. <laughs> the quiet child in the corner, the kid that I'm a big brother, big sistering, and totes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. George, could you make tote bags, please, please, Mr. George? <laughs> I don't take my uh, books to, ins- to the. I'll wait, I, you them. do have merch. I what? know, but it's not connected wait, to my stand-up. Oh, up. that's right. Yeah. You
4: wait, your merch has reverberated throughout my non-comedy friend group. You know this, right? Have I told you about this? The
2: daddy's little daddy shirts. The daddy's
4: little daddy shirts are huge among my various lesbian friends in Boston and Berkeley.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I wear mine, people are always like, <coughs> "Oh my god, I love it." Well, actually, you also know my scandal. Well, yes, it got it got ripped off. But what I was going to say, it got ripped re- off, and then the girl copyrighted it. No. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. I didn't know she copyrighted, she copyrighted it. it. That's it. insane. Yeah. But what I will say is that men are always like, "What does that say?" And women, especially lesbians, are always like, "Yes, I love it."
2: It <laughs> is.
4: It is a lesbian shirt. It's
2: a. It's a lesbian <laughs> shirt. But some gay men have also. Yeah. Taken... No. They've
4: been known to wear. <laughs> <laughs> they've, been,
2: they've been seen. They've been seen in it.
4: It means different things in each <laughs> culture, for sure.
2: <laughs> what if that ends up being like my version of like, like my like the Paris Hilton like, um, like. uh, She has that shirt that's like.
4: It's like if you're poor. Stop being poor. poor, poor. Yeah. Did you know that that's my stop being poor? That's like a photoshopped image. Really? She never wore that shirt.
2: Oh, I photoshopped the image. (laughs) Um,
4: And then copyrighted
2: it. And then copyrighted that the Photoshop jump. I did. I did make a meme. I did make a childhood meme once.
3: Oh yeah, oh, this yeah. is my favorite thing about you. This is like early on in our friendship, you like you like told me and you were like this is a secret you can never tell anyone. Well,
2: now that I got a podcast. Yeah. Wait, what's
4: the me- Okay,
2: wait. in 2008, maybe this is what gets me canceled. I don't think so.
4: One can only hope. No,
2: cuz it was like it was also like the style of meme at the time. I don't think you're going to get canceled. <laughs> okay, do you remember around 2008 there was a meme <laughs> This is around the time when Drake's music first started getting very popular. And there's a meme of Drake playing Jimmy in a wheelchair. And it said last name, walking, first name, never.
4: <laughs> I do not remember that. Wait, that was you I made that? Made that, I made that name. Name.
2: <laughs> Me and my friend Melly, we made it in Mr. Byers' math class.
4: Wow, that, that would be something that We went to the computer lab canceled, and we were
2: like, sure. oh, we got this. <laughs> and I and went, then Whoa. I saw it on Tumblr. Yes, it was big on Tumblr. Yeah. And yeah. then
3: years later, I met Io and she was like, that was me. I think I it's felt- like you
2: brought it up, and I was like, "That was my meme. wait." That's
4: how I found out, like a year or two ago, that someone we know runs this Twitter Twitter account that I'd always really liked.
2: Is it um, Jesse Rihanna? Rihanna? Oh. Yeah. Jessie Rihanna I was did, also I
3: big would, in I, our didn't know, Jesse I didn't know who
4: it who, was. But, but then you can't. No, we
2: won't say. Well, yeah, we can. Jesse Rihanna.
4: Jessie Rihanna. Rihanna runs.
3: There was like a year, I think, where we only sent Jesse Rihanna, DM Jesse Rihanna to each like, other back, back and, and so forth. so
4: funny. And I, well, we
2: had a friend also from college who was like in some sort of like strange online tryst with Jesse Rihanna. <laughs>
3: I forgot about that. He would like reply to Jesse Rihanna tweets being like, will you be my girlfriend or like weird shit like that? And she'd be like, yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Jesse.
3: Have we properly introduced George yet? Mm.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> OK, this is our this is our mystery guest. This is like um this is our version of. My brain just went out. You watched my brain just go out. Yeah, I watched the light go out. This is our version of...
4: Your pupils look fully dilated.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The masked singer. (laughs) I'm the egg. (laughs) Okay, we've got egg in the house. It's actually
4: crazy because it's an audio medium, but I am dressed in the full full egg egg costume.
2: costume. We don't even know who it is. You guys
4: don't know who it is. Well, um, we're also
2: dressed like eggs, and so we also keep forgetting singing, who is who. I will always love you. <laughs> I'm gonna swing from the chandelier
4: Jesse McCarthy's like, it's Anthony, <laughs> Not Jesse, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny
2: Mac- <laughs> Jesse Jesse McCartney. McCartney. Jesse
4: McCarthy.
2: Jesse <laughs> McCarthy. Did you guys know that
3: Lil Wayne was on the mask scene? Yeah, he
4: won. No, he was the first kicked off. Oh, okay.
2: Very, Very different I knew, I knew it was
4: like... An important thing. Yeah. So I guess that's what it was that it was the first Lil Wait, Wayne
2: won the Masked Singer. Spread the rumor.
4: Who was it that
2: <sighs> anything about T Pain? I'm
4: not I'm not confusing T Pain <laughs> and Lil Wayne. But I'm trying Patty to... LaBelle. <laughs> who have been the winners? T Pain and Patty LaBelle? Is that <laughs> no, correct? No, no no no?
2: I think Patty LaBelle didn't win, which was like Did Michelle Williams not win? Was the black Michelle Williams on? Yeah. That's <laughs> upsetting. Tracy, do you watch The Masked Singer? Wayne Brady.
4: Wayne what? Brady, Brady
2: won? won the Masked Singer. I think
4: Wayne Brady won the last one. You well, know, who... Wayne
3: Brady is like such a weird figure who's just kind of like always okay. Been around.
2: Quick fire challenge round the table. Yes or no? Would you fuck Wayne Brady, Olivia? Go. Yes. George. Yes. I O. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. We'll
4: thank, cool.
2: thank you. Well, and we're done. Thank you so much for <laughs> thank having you for me. Onto the pod. My
4: icon is Wayne Brady, and I would. Fuck him. <laughs>
2: Somebody talk about Wade Brady on the pod. You know what I will say? I'd love to see your icon. Oh, wait. George. George Severus is our guest. Hold on. Wait. Sorry.
4: Welcome
3: I need to go back to Mask Singer. Uh-huh. Um, fe- on February tw- 12th, 2020, it was announced that the show would be getting a national live tour.
4: Oh, I did know that.
2: Um, should of we celebrities go? celebrities going around? I don't know. It yeah. starts in Detroit. On May 28th, we should pick a city that we've both never been to, go there, watch <laughs> the Mass Singer live tour, and then explore the city. I, I oh, wish I was that's, joking. That's but a I cute little thing. I think that's why. Okay.
4: I think there is like a shadow network of powerful furries <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that are.
2: Don't look at me in the eyes are, when I say this.
4: <laughs> that are, I'm not kidding, <laughs> that are like influencing culture, and both the Mass Singer and cats are part of that. And what there's I'll, just going to be more and more things okay, that are what like. What
2: I'll say about the original Mass Singers is that it was Korean and it didn't feel like this furry adjacent. Like it feels like only when it came to America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that it got like. For, oh, 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 that only cements the international your
4: implications that has. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh
3: I yeah, I do think that furry I also think that like now that we all kind of know what fur like what furries are, uh, yeah. we're more likely to be like, this is furry culture. Like I
4: recently had to explain what a furry was to my therapist.
2: Oh for what?
4: <laughs> Here's why. Okay, so I was talking <laughs> God <sighs> this is your fault. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was talking about like a job I didn't get and for whatever reason I started talking about a joke that I wrote as part of my materials for this mm-hmm. job. And there was a joke about a furry that I was especially proud of. So I just like, as an example, said that just basically to like prove that I'm funny. <laughs> and so then her response was, what is a furry? And oh, then I had to no. explain what it was. And then and then she laughed and like got the joke. And then she was like, well, do you think you didn't get the job because they didn't know what a furry was? And I was like, no, I don't think that's why I didn't get the job actually. <laughs> but thanks for asking. I think everyone, unfortunately in this industry, knows what a furry is. <laughs>
3: That's, whenever you have to like explain something To uh, your I therapist just, It's always like oh, It was an
4: out of body yeah. experience Like me explaining what a furry is to my <laughs> therapist Oof. That I pay like a billion dollars an hour
2: <laughs> A billion? Yeah She's scamming you yeah. You should be another <laughs> yeah. therapist I'm
4: like, in like immense credit card debt yeah. Because I keep explaining like weird sexual She's, fetishes like, spend, like so many
3: minutes yeah. And it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars To explain what a furry is <laughs>
2: Each week, she's like, and I'm just gonna need to go over that one more time. <laughs> yeah. Just run down this. Hill. Wait,
4: I want to go back to Lil Wayne just because I feel like I, I don't, I really don't like how the culture has treated Lil Wayne. No, yeah This is this is right up my alley. Really? Yeah. Olivia's well, someone on Twitter, head. and I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was a writer that I follow. Her name is Jasmine Sanders, I think. Um, but she was saying that like the two most. Two people from our childhoods that are, have been the most mistreated are Britney and Lil Wayne. I think mean, that's like a fair assessment. I, I think like assessment. for, and there are like peaks into their psyches. I think for Britney, it's every time, and then for Lil Wayne, it's his verse on that Solange song where he's talking about like being in, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like really dark. I don't know. Damn. I have nothing else That's to say like about That's one that. of the
2: best verses It's, it's so ever. incredible. Yeah. I was listening again to A Seat at the Table, and I was just like, oh, yeah, top to bottom. I remember when this, I was like, this changed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. But I, that I'm song, I'm like thinking about it right now, and I'm getting emotional. No. And Lil Wayne also is
3: like, like Britney, is one of those people who's been famous, we forget, since he was a child. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it, it just wrecks you, and then when you like falter, or when you like become so famous it's Mm. like unbearable we're like haha look at this fuck up (laughs) but he also
2: has like chronic illness yeah
3: he has chronic illness and he's like very publicly addicted to drugs and like sad yeah Great. Speaking
2: of. Uh, truly this is speaking a, this is of,
3: a good yeah. segue.
2: Yeah. Well, somebody, your icon, George, yes. who we still haven't given a proper intro to. You know what? We'll save it for the end. Yeah, no. We'll just save it for the I end. I do think you
4: have said my name at this point <laughs> yeah. at least three times.
2: Okay. okay. Sure. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. All right. That's sweet. Enough. Okay. Yeah. If you're happy, I'm happy. Somebody who's been publicly addicted to drugs and who I think could be a fun guest on The Masked Singer. Oh my god, George, tell us who your icon is My icon
4: this week is Courtney Love
2: Incredible, well we had also a fascinating selection process Fascinating
4: selection, well okay, so we can go through this My instinct, which no one's on my team on, but my instinct was to do Madonna Just Mm -hmm. because I think that's like, at the same time, such an obvious choice for someone's icon Mm -hmm. But also kind of unexpected, because I think she is so not Respected at this point like, in time yeah. current, in culture, current Madonna. Yeah. like
3: like throws everything kind of throws into everything
4: into question. Also, I think among people our age, people really are mean about her, and and I understand why. Yeah. it's not like I'm like she's never done anything wrong. <laughs> 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 um, but it's funny. I've for whatever reason over the past couple of years have been like aggressively revisiting some of the like the American Life era and like the music era and like. Things that aren't, you know, like a virgin Mm -hmm. um, or Ray of Light, which are, I guess, like, you know, it's like early Madonna, pop star, and then Ray of Light are the two, like, universally respected Madonnas. Yes. Um, But she has done so much else that, like, for all its problematic tendencies, has heavily influenced, like, pop music forever. And, like, it's very difficult to look at, like, Lady Gaga and... And not see Madonna. Madonna.
3: (laughs) No, and it's yeah. All of those girls, like your Katy Perry's, even uh, oh yeah, your Christina's, your Britney's, like.
4: And like even when you look at like the more kind of like um, weird stuff, even a lot of the like alt girls are very influenced by. Anyway, whatever. We're not talking about Madonna, but (laughs) I was just like, I can't, I can't, you know, have that burden on me to talk about Madonna. (laughs) No, it's too much. So then I thought of like fun. Other people and I was like, okay, Tilda Swinton would be fun. Yes, Kirsten Dunst, who, as as many people know, is one of my favorite actresses and and criminally <laughs> underrated. Um, and then Bjork, I thought would be fun, but then it hit me mm. <laughs> that who I actually want to talk about was Courtney Love.
3: Wow, why did you want to talk about Courtney Love?
4: Because, I mean, I just think she is much like Lil Wayne and Britney, such a like a person through which you can understand like. The cult like a mm. pop culture mm. and be just like more broadly like the culture wars like throughout her career mm. and things like sexism and misogyny in the music yeah. industry yeah. like the way people are or are not in control of their own public image Um how you know there can be like a, a narrative around you that then becomes much bigger than any kind of work you put out right. and then that's all people think of when they think of you yeah. and because it's someone who for people our age, like, we weren't actually, you know, we didn't discover her music when it was coming out. No. We discovered yeah. it later. And in, and when we grew up, we knew her as just, like, the smeared lipstick, yeah. drug-addicted, like, mess. That was, like, for me, one of my, not earliest, because, I, I mean, I wasn't that young, but, like, one of my biggest memories of Courtney Love is her at the roast of Pamela Anderson. Do you know wow. this? Wow, yeah. yes. Have you seen mm-hmm. this? Yes. Yeah, it, it was, like, because that was when she was, Clear, you know, was yeah. not during one of her sober periods. And it's like, it's just her, you know, like humiliating herself on TV. She, they should not have, you know, Let she her should not know. have been on TV. And also, then,
2: that's like, there's something about that era of TV also that it, was.
4: Yeah. I mean, totally.
3: where they were like, just throw yep. everyone in front. Like, yeah. just get the most like fucked
2: up. And that, that will fuel find. all the other fucked up things that we're watching. And that will fuel exactly. her, like cranky yeah. anchors puppets and <laughs> south park parodies although what i
4: will say is like clips the people on clip shows the people in that roast it was a very as far as comedy central roasts go it was a very like um woman and queer friendly one <laughs> like it was like sarah silverman andy dick lady bunny was on it like i think it's the only time there's been a drag queen like and even though obviously people were worried about her you could not a lot of people were being mean to her. It was, like, people were on her side, but, like, what else can you do when there's someone that's clearly, like, you know, barely standing up, like, on the dais? Yeah.
3: I remember, like, the... I feel like my introduction to Courtney Love was, like, as a joke on, like, the soup. Exactly, exactly, yeah. It was, like, that's... I was, like, oh, this isn't... Like, I had no context for her. I didn't know about, like, the Kurt Cobain stuff. I didn't know about Hole. I was, like, oh, this is a woman who is famous for something. Uh And she is, like... Publicly, kind of like a mess, yeah, and like that's
2: quote that's unquote what funny. She's that's famous like, for and that's funny, yeah. yeah. I think I also definitely as a punchline, and then um, you know, watching one of those like VH1 like behind the music, yeah, and she's like featured in tiny little clips, and then you see like a clip of somebody outside Kurt Cobain's house being like Courtney murdered him, yeah, and you're like, okay, well, if that's what people think, yeah, yeah. She must be a pretty shitty person. Like, you know.
4: It's it's tough, yeah. It, it, and like, there are so many, you know, there's also like the narrative about her as a mother. Like, mm-hmm. there was a very famous Vanity Fair profile that like implied that she did heroin while pregnant. And then that yeah. was like mm-hmm. a huge thing for so long, which obviously, if true, is bad. <laughs> but, <Right>. you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously,
2: if true is punk. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But I don't know. I also think she's someone who, you know, obviously she's been very rich for a very long time. But, like, you know, she does have a punk rock energy that, yeah. like, is undeniable and is, like, exciting to me even yeah. to this day. Mm. Um, So, and the other thing is I just genuinely love Hole's music. Like, yeah, I yes. think that Love Through This and Celebrity Skin are both, like, near perfect, like, rock albums of that era yeah. that I still, like, revisit all the time, much more so than other things that are Supposed to be more iconic from that time, I, much more so than Nirvana. I was, about, I was about to say, I
3: was literally about to say, like, I think Hole's music is better than yeah. Nirvana's like, music. Yeah, it's like Courtney Love is uh, an incredible writer. Yes, like just like an incredible singer. Like she was definitely more talented than Kurt. Like, yeah,
4: and those albums have a lot of range. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. like it's the, not the same like grunge sound. It's, it's it's yeah, exactly. There's like r- really kind of like minimal ballads, and then there's like really rockies. Anyway, I just you know. She's great.
3: <laughs> She's great. She's very talented. When did you get into like the music of it? When did the music you, like, I would turn... say was high school. Uh huh.
4: Um, and I'm trying to think like what is it that I think I be, I think because I found her to be fascinating, I just started like looking into her and like reading mm-hmm. her Wikipedia. And in fact, I would say in the beginning, I didn't even know she was a musician. I literally thought she was like Kurt Cobain's yeah. messy girlfriend, who then was famous for being like a mess publicly. Yeah. And I think it's very it's I mean, similar to how I didn't know Yoko Ono was like a very good artist yeah, until yeah. like much later in my life. Um so unfortunately you have to educate yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think that's like that I feel like that happens to like a lot of like girlfriends. I know. Where it's just like, mm. oh, it's like if you are like some famous man's like it's like how
4: Chris Katan's girlfriend's actually an incredible <laughs> painter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we are belittling her. <laughs> History will remember
2: Chris Kattan's girlfriend. Well, that will be I my is. whole podcast—an yeah. investigative series on the girl whose name I heard for the first time about twenty minutes ago and have subsequently forgotten. Like Shay. Shay. Shay,
4: Shay,
2: Shay Gordon, Shay Green, Shay Gordon, Shay Gordon
4: sounds right. Is that someone else? No. I don't know. Shay Gordon sounds Who's like someone Shay I Who's the Shay that's like, in Pretty Little Liars? Mitchell. Mitchell. And
2: then Gordon is David Gordon Green.
4: Okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you just looked confused, and I feel like, okay, okay, like okay, okay. in that moment. Is Shane
4: Mitchell also in you?
2: Yeah, yes, she plays. Uh, she plays um, Peach. Peach. Uh, yeah, Quitt,
3: Salinger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> iconic! So good to yeah. be like I'm a Salinger. It's like I don't know if that's like okay. Mm. The timeline on it doesn't make any
4: sense. No, it doesn't. But you know, I mean, <laughs> it the time li- it it, It's
3: it's you. <laughs> like, yeah,
4: it's you. Um, wait, okay, get ready for this insane connection between you and Courtney Love. Okay, great. Good. Hari Neff, supporting actress on first season of You. Yes. Interviewed Courtney Love for Interview Magazine.
3: Oh, wow. Interview Magazine, um kind of uh like a horribly run organization yeah. um but when they pair two people together it's, a, it's the like
2: RuPaul dance. judge Judy interview is still one of the my favorite things yeah. that's ever happened to pop culture it's
4: so good they recently did Jennifer Aniston and Sandra Bullock
3: oh yes and they talk about how
2: they both dated Tate Donovan,
3: Tate Donovan. and they they say we t- partook in Tate which is i think an incredible way to say wow. we both dated the same person wow um, but the Hari Neff-Courtney Love yeah. interview. It's like also that is such like a smart pairing of people. It is a great pairing. People.
4: And, and Hari like obviously love. I you know, I just know from following her on social media, really okay. loves Courtney Love. And I and I remember one time saying like if she was, if she, the only person she would want to play in a biopic is Courtney Love in a Courtney Love biopic. Mm. Oh,
3: that would um, be
4: good. The other... I'm now thinking about like writing about Courtney Love. The other thing I remember reading that I really liked, and I can't remember what where I read it, it might have been, might have been like N plus one or something. But it was um, t- talking about Kim Gordon and Courtney Love as like the two types of alt girls yeah. in the '90s, kind of, and how mm-hmm. Kim Gordon was like someone who had this effortless cool and was like respected by the music industry and by like you know, by, like men, men yeah. or whatever. But she grew up kind of like upper middle class and was like very well educated and then had this kind of like, um, you know, very rigorous academic outlook on music. Whereas Courtney Love, the whole thing was just like, oh, she's like trash. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Which also is like she her mom, though, is like a therapist, like a celebrated therapist. And her grandmother was like a children's book author but I think her parents were like very counterculture and so they weren't they didn't really like which is so interesting to be like yes I'm like an awesome like a celebrated therapist but like I'm gonna raise you however yeah so and like she was like playing like doing punk like stuff since she was like a kid yeah interesting
4: oh and then the other thing is that have you seen the people versus Larry Flint yes yes She's a good actor. She's a good, she's, a good <laughs>
2: she's also man of man in the moon. The Jim yeah. Carrey um, oh god. Is Andy. She, yes, and yes. I haven't seen yeah. that. She's she's good. Okay, here's oh, what's crazy is that Ryan
3: Murphy hasn't like scooped her up into his universe yet. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like where Wait, it, remember
4: her on Empire?
3: <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Wow. She's, like, good on Empire, too. She's great on Empire. She's with Taraji. The scene
4: where she takes out her hair extensions, that should be, like, a more popular kind of, like, gif on the internet. (laughs) I feel like it Mm -hmm. was, like, for the week that that episode came out, but... Not enough. Not enough.
3: What would we, like... Because Courtney Love, as of, like, maybe yesterday, announced that she was, like, 18 months sober, which is, like, Yes, that's right. But, like, what do you... What do we want her to, like, do
2: moving forward?
4: Well... Now I'm afraid to say this because it might already exist. Has she written a memoir?
2: She has, I think. She's also written uh, or co-wrote a, m- a manga. <laughs> really? really? She co-wrote a manga that was illustrated by Ayazawa, who illustrated like Paradise Kiss and all these like very big Japanese mangas. But she illustrated Courtney Loves manga about a girl who's like an alien. And she's, like, sent down to Tokyo and then, like, forgets her memories and has to piece her life together. And it's not bad.
4: Okay. Well, what I... <laughs> well, now but, not, that throws everything. I
2: know. Me. I know. I'm sorry. But I had to let you know.
4: <laughs> I will say what I want from her is a memoir. Yes. And a, and a, an act. I, I want her to act rather than produce more music, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, I mean, I would love for her to make more music, but... It's just never for me. It's never gonna be as good as no, like. I don't know I,
3: if like the voice is exactly there in exactly. the same way. Yeah. But I
4: do think her in like a really like her doing kind of like a. I hate to, I hate to make this comparison. No. But it's someone who you know had a period outside of. um you know, had, had issues with drugs and alcohol and then yeah. had a period where he was, like, not um, appearing in a lot of stuff it was Mickey Rourke and then he, like, mm-hmm. came back with The Wrestler and it was, right. like, this incredible performance. But, like, I and could see something. after that.
2: <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no but, but I
4: could see something like that for her. Me. And I, I really hope it's not Ryan Murphy, if I'm being honest. Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey everyone, as your resident celeb podcast, we wanted to suggest another great podcast for you. It's hosted by a veteran actor that starred in some cult classics like Dodgeball and Crossroads. We're talking about the Life is Short podcast with Justin Long. For the past year, Justin Long has gotten a peek inside the minds of actors, musicians, and deep thinkers from all over. He figures out what makes them tick and how they find meaning in life. Justin is celebrating a full year of his podcast, Life is Short, and he's joined by a very special guest, his friend, Dax Shepard. In this special episode, Justin and Dax talk about life in all of its complexities, from managing relationships during quarantine to some of Dax's biggest roles to the legacy he hopes he doesn't leave for his kids. It's an episode you just got to check out. So listen to Wondery's Life is Short with Justin Long on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. You can also go to wondery.fm slash myiconlis. That's my icon L-I-S. That link is in the episode notes. Enjoy.
1: Hey, Forever Dog listeners, it's Marie and Sydney from The Unofficial expert. On our podcast, we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of expertise. And our friends know some shit, like Jay Jordan, the hot boy summer expert, Jibuki Young-White, the Caucasian bop expert, and Alana Glazer, the friendship expert, plus many more incredible episodes. So subscribe to The Unofficial Expert
3: only on Dog. New episodes every Friday. But <laughs> Who, who do, you, do you think could, like, harness... Courtney, like what director? I think it would have to be a woman.
2: I also think it have to be a woman.
3: Uh, um, I, what just popped into my head is imagine, imagine Courtney Love in like a Nicole Hollis movie. <laughs> 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 I don't know, it could work. <laughs> I <laughs> she yeah. plays like she plays like um like an aunt, like an aunt who like has to come stay. Oh, at, I like, could see at, that, yeah, Catherine yeah. Keener's ca- yep. home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it, like, throws everything into yeah.
2: chaos. Or it could be, like, a meta-roll, wait, stop, because this is our vroom vroom. <laughs> okay. So, we'll get into okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, but we picked the vroom vroom live in action. Um,
4: I was going to say Paul Thomas Anderson, for some reason, who is not a woman, famously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: weird. Loves women.
4: Loves women. Writes women? Relatively oh, okay. Okay. He, like, you know, he to likes to date interesting abilities. women. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's married.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, but but before that, Fiona <laughs> yeah, Apple. Fiona Apple, yeah, yeah.
4: Who actually w- would Is, be another person yeah. that yeah. I, w- I could see myself doing? Um, Ooh. Yeah, I know you guys should do Fiona.
3: Oh, when someone comes on to do Fiona, that episode will be
2: three <laughs> yeah. hours long. No, 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 that'll be that'll be a whole day.
4: Wait, did you guys watch that documentary about the like drummer from Hole? No. Is it the drummer or the bassist? It's like this woman that basically like her life went really downhill after a whole. She became disp- a Christian? Is it that? I think, I think she was like, oh, I mean, she was like heavily a drug addict. I yeah. think she might have been like homeless for a while. Yeah. Like it was just like. Yeah. And so this is kind of like about her getting back on track. But I have not seen it. So I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> but I've <laughs> heard it's
2: extremely good. I um, It's interesting also when you like consider somebody who is like. An addict and, you know, probably did at a time have, like, and still even probably, you know, scary manipulative behavior um, that was, like, you know, probably some of it was, like, damaging and was, like, you know, not deserved, but, like, people being wary of you. Right. You know, it's, like, I don't know. Your, I mean, people, Rachel getting married? people
3: literally your... thought she was evil. Yeah. Like, well, that's
4: what's difficult is, like, but I feel like there is this, like, very needed a necessary kind of like rethinking of how certain women were treated in like yeah. the 90s and 2000s right. that's ha- like it, it's happening with like Monica Lewinsky and mm-hmm. with you know people like who's that lawyer from the OJ Marsha yeah, oh, Clark you know right. just like okay. there there's this even even just like the way paparazzi treated people like Lindsay Lohan in the yeah. early 2000s mm-hmm. like and it's it's a tough kind of like line to walk because like you don't want to over romanticize yes. yeah. the people that were mistreated like yes there, you know it's like I understand why there was like moral panic around Courtney Love doing heroin while she was pregnant but at the same time I also see how the way that was used as a media story was extremely manipulative and misogynistic yeah. and like
2: and also probably fueling back into certain behaviors exactly. like you know but it, it, it is interesting to just to go, go back to the Kurt Cobain of it all like, to have, I think also Kim Gordon said this, like, where she's like, because also she's kind of like, not very impressed by Courtney Love, and they don't have, yeah. yeah.
4: I think that's what it was, yeah, it was like this, it's like this yeah. tension, it's yes. like these two poles of the punk yes. scene or whatever. and
2: also that it's like, well, if the other women in your field don't even like you, then like, exactly, you know, yeah. you know <laughs> But But uh, that, basically like those two years, like, like, his death, and then after it, like, defined the rest of her life.
4: Yeah. yeah. But what's crazy is that she made, um, celebrity is it Live Through F- This or Celebrity Skin? Celebrity Skin. It's so, yeah. 98. Right. So the, the crazy thing is, like, she made this incredible album mm-hmm. about it, and that was not even part of the narrative. Yeah. Like, and, and that could only happen to a, a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, like. The the uh, number of things that are forgiven yeah. for other for men when they create good art mm-hmm. are insane. But for her, that isn't even like the number four thing people yeah. mention. The,
2: like the amount of men who like transgress and like just transgress over again like, but it's like but he did this one movie 30 years ago Mel Gibson was
3: nominated for an Oscar like recently (laughs) right like we just don't care we're like oh wow but he's still out there like making stuff and it's like it's so exhausting to watch (laughs) I also think that like I do think maybe we're at a place where like if what happened to Corny Love happened now Mm -hmm. we wouldn't like be vilifying her in
2: the same way it's interesting. I mean, I guess in terms of like, like public addiction, yeah, I, think I think of Demi Lovato. Yeah, that's what I was, what I was say, that's yeah. what
3: I was thinking on my way over. I was like the way we d- have dealt with like Demi like very publicly mm-hmm. going through addiction has been so different from yeah. how even like when Lindsay was right. like peak like yeah. whatever, like we just were shitting on her constantly, always on like the cover of people or whatever mm-hmm. be like Lindsay's a mess. And now we're like, "Oh, Demi Lovato" is getting treatment, and mm-hmm. we, like, respect her. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, you know, even when, like, uh, Lil Peep or Juice World or whoever, like, yeah. passes away from, like, overdoses, right. it's never, like, fuck, fuck these guys, it's their fault. It's always, like, what are we gonna do about, like, fentanyl? Yeah, Th- like,
2: that, there was that article um, that, uh, ooh, I can't remember who wrote it now, but it was just, like, oh, we have an addiction problem in the music industry. And, yeah, we've known it, but, like, are we gonna actually start to talk about it and obviously, like, with those guys, like, there's probably a different mental narrative happening because it's, you know, everybody who's listening to music growing up, like, that's, yeah. like, about Codeine. And yeah. then you start doing it. Like, the catch-up is a little bit different versus maybe what they, Courtney and other women were going through. But, yeah, just as important to think about.
4: But I f- it's, part of me feels like with someone like Demi, the obsession with having, like, it end in an empowerment narrative is is weirdly also, harmful too. Yeah. Like I, obviously it's not worse, but like like her when coming was, out and like all exactly right it, and
3: being like here's my
2: battle. Yeah, it's about like it. it's yeah, like, oh. but then it's like you're gonna exactly. I mean, it's like this know? thing. Where it's yeah. like
4: people were like her big comeback. It's like well, all of this happened like seven months ago. Like it's yeah. not or however yeah. long ago. Like and it's it doesn't make me super. And comfortable. it also
3: it's like it doesn't. It's not. None of them are talking about it or people talk about it in a way where they're like oh addiction is something that just like goes away right. <laughs> you like go to the right rehab and it's like yeah. that's like not it's like you can overcome mm-hmm. it but yeah. like it's always still there mm-hmm. in a way where like the demi narrative kind of like seems to erase it i right. don't
2: know and now now i'm thinking about bojack horseman i wish i was <laughs> kidding but i'm thinking about have you
4: watched the last season uh, i'm in
2: the middle of the last season Me too. right now um but if you've watched the first Part of the last season. Oh yeah, I watched the first part. Yeah. Um, and to those listening, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoilers. Skip ahead. Um, I'd say a minute, maybe, <laughs> and I'll check back in and whatever. Uh, but um, when he goes to the rehab center and his like main coach has like been clean yeah. for like twenty years or something, and then accidentally and relapses, right. relapses, yeah. and then he's like, "Fuck," you know, like like I was working so hard, now it kind of starts all over again, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting.
4: Can I mean it can you be in the public I, I don't know. It's like mm. what is the end game with someone like Demi Lovato? Like right. is there is there a future in which she is constantly in the public eye cu- under constant scrutiny and also feels healthy and good? Like Yeah. It just seems like
2: Well, I think it's also like because there's a uh there's the, the, the idea of like the public eye and the idea of like worth as well are so poisonously connected. Oh, to 100%. Well,
4: especially when you're a child star and mm-hmm. that's all you've ever known. It's like yeah. you're... Um,
2: if you... Sorry, I've skipped ahead a minute. We have stopped talking about BoJack. <laughs>
4: <laughs> your stock rises and falls based on like yeah. literally like your performance of your own addiction at the Grammys. Like yeah. It's just like awful. Yeah. I'm,
3: I'm trying to think about people who have like very publicly been addicts and like have come through the other side and but they're all like actors which I feel like is different it's from It's like Robert musicians. Downey Jr. It's mm-hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. it's like Drew Barrymore. Sure. Yeah. but it's like I feel like with musicians especially because so much of because actors you're like, I act, I'm a different person, but musicians are like, this "This is who I am and and this is my job. Exactly.
4: And for many of them it's like their most famous music was when presumably when they were so you have to go
3: up and you have to sing those songs. And like I can't imagine how like triggering Mm. that would be and like seems
2: hard. (laughs) 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 hard. Seems hard.
4: That's why I'm not a famous musician.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's why. Yes, George. That (laughs) is And I've been approached. (laughs) (laughs) The people are begging for it. People are begging for
4: it. But I say, nope. (laughs) Not today.
2: Um, One thing I was thinking about, too, in regards to Courtney Love, I mean, we talked about it intermittently, I guess, Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways, but is, like, her look and her style and how much that has been... Like, connected to her and with yeah. the image of her and also how it's been exaggerated. And maybe some of that is by her, but some of it isn't. I don't know. How, but how that's been made into such a thing.
4: It, 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 yeah, it's almost like, at this point, divorced from her as the root of it. Like, have mm. you seen Her Smell? Yes. Yeah. Like, Her Smell is so clearly... I mean, that character is so yeah. um, influenced by Courtney I Love know. in an obvious way, but, like, it's never... Addressed directly It's not In fact Like I went to the um, Q&A with When it was playing At Mm. the New York Film Festival And someone asked Alex Ross Perry, like who it's based on, and he was like, "Well, it's like a combination of people, but like someone I was very inspired by was Axl Rose, and I was like, that may it's be the case, so, but this is so Courtney Love, like yeah. that's
2: crazy. I know. <laughs> well, men are sick. <laughs> Name one straight man who isn't sick. Mm-kay. I'll wait.
4: <laughs> okay, information not footage not found.
2: Four oh four, bitch. Four oh four error. Uh, three oh three. Remember them? Well, uh. <laughs> I, I do also think, like, well, her whole style, like, the kinder whore. Yes. Which is also, like, that's crazy that we named it that.
4: I know, I know, I know.
2: But, but
3: also, like, kind of has, like, looped back in this, like, yeah. way where it's, like, a Reformation dress is not that far away from what no. Courtney Love was wearing and in, like, I 1993. I think
2: so much about the aesthetic of certain, uh, like, young women on Instagram. And it's, like, oh, you're taking pictures that they... They are they make me feel there's like a, a trashiness to it that yeah. that makes me like feel like, are we like alluding to something? Do you know what you're alluding to?
4: Oh my god. Yes. That part. The, but that's <laughs> such a this is such a thing I feel like with um because of the internet and because of things like Tumblr, you never know what someone's reference point is for mm. something. Like they might be doing something that is very clearly like literally like Marie Antoinette yeah. But in their mind They're referencing Avril Lavigne You know like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like they, No <laughs> one knows Like what the root Of anything and, is anymore right. Um. But wait I, I I did want to say About like her look And stuff As much as we've been Talking about how she's Been mistreated by the culture There is a certain part of it That she was so In control over And I think like her In her music And in her look
2: yeah,
4: It was so much Her voice And her style yes. yeah. In a way that like Later Like You know When Okay, if she pioneered the Kinder whore style, then that to me, but, but it was done in a way that was like, uh, you know, you know, that the, the intentional and. Whereas, for instance, later when like Britney was in like a schoolgirl uniform for Baby One More Time when right. she was like 16, yeah. that was fully like put on her. Yes. I mean, as much as I l- like her, it's no, like, no, you no. know, there's, um, yeah.
3: there's a really good pitchfork. You know how they do like the Sunday review? Yes. Mm. So they did live live through this. Yes, a while and they gave, ago. A they gave it a 10. Sasha Gaffin, yeah. incredible writer. But they wrote, uh, she like has some quote in it about the look, and it was, And Sasha Geffen says that uh, it was a a Trojan horse for her rage because she was so angry. She was like, she said, when women get angry, they are regarded as shrill or hysterical. And one way around that for me is bleaching my hair and looking good. Which I think is like, oh, if you're like gonna be a pretty blonde girl, you can scream about like wanting to die and like make it more palatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a way that I'm like, oh right, Courtney was ma- like she she was like playing a game. She like yes. understood what she was doing. Yes. Yeah. And people were like, She doesn't know what she's doing at all. And it's like, but she does. She's been she's so smart.
4: Yeah, no, it's God, there are so many people like that that, that so clearly are putting forward like a clearly refined point of view yeah, mm-hmm. and that is intentionally you know ambiguous or intentionally kind of like off-putting in a certain way and then the criticism no one will give them the benefit of the doubt as like how do we interpret this as an intentional work of art but yeah. rather they're like oh my god what is she doing <laughs> <You're> like,
2: <laughs> wow okay well <laughs> um no I just had like a like a strange like experience on I was like on a set for something and like I was like I, I want my like I don't want to be wearing things that are like overtly like sexual yeah. or like whatever like that's how I feel and the costume designer was like well let's just like do this thing like you know and I was like no I'm not I, it's not because I don't know or because I don't have taste or don't like certain things it's like I know no, that no it's like I'm this is what you want yeah, yeah. this is what I want I know, yeah. and even if it looks like what I want is like not knowing it's like no 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 that's like there's choice and there's agency yes. in that um, and basically what i'm saying is i am the courtney love of um sort of like half alt <laughs> comedy <laughs> and I do also put my leg up on a stool when I'm yeah. on stage because <laughs> she puts her leg up I on know. Did right. you should get into
3: like a Ruby Woo <laughs> <laughs> lipstick moment big <laughs> lipstick yeah. yeah I'm
2: big on lipstick <laughs> I'm big on lipstick Um I was looking for a quote yeah she has this quote um and she got interviewed in 1994 and she said you know like I would like to think in my heart of hearts that I'm changing some psychosexual aspects of rock music. Not that I'm so desirable. I didn't do the whole kinder whore thing because I thought I was so hot. When I see the look used to make one more appealing, it pisses me off. When it's when I started, it was a whatever happened to Baby Jane thing. My angle was irony.
4: Yeah, she's like, so smart. Come on. Uh, my it,
2: it, it, angle was irony. Is also like, that's gorgeous. I know. <laughs> and it's she's You're incredible. right. There are
3: so many people who are like, like, I feel like there's always people yelling where it's like, this is, like, intentional, like, they're they're doing something, mm. and everyone's like, this per- this artist is, like, an idiot. That, yeah. it,
4: it's so similar to Elizabeth Wurtzel, who, like, yeah. you know, obviously, now it's been long enough that people were very kind and generous in all their eulogies of her, but, of like, course. for the longest time, she wasn't taken at all seriously mm-hmm. as a writer because of the subject matter she was writing about and because she, like... Actually, like presented herself in ways that are in some way similar to to the the, the people we've been talking right. about. I don't know. Is it ever going to change? Um,
2: no, no. But what will? change is the the tone of this podcast Wha- as we go into a segment. Uh, it's time for the people's court. The, the
3: tone is not going to
2: change. I know. I just was thinking. I, I, know. I know. I know.
3: You Sometimes the tone does change and this is like fun. Um, But <laughs> this one is uh, kind of fucked up.
2: Never mind. It's time for the people's court. Bang, dun, dun. bang. Bang, bang on the gavel. Welcome to people's court. Bang,
4: bang. <laughs> What's the Everybody.
2: lyric?
4: Why did I say it? Bang, bang, into, into the room. room. Into the room. Yeah. Oh, that, okay, I said into your room. The, close this bang,
2: bang bang! I'm watching room. <laughs> it's
4: like Bray Larson yeah, at the premiere.
3: Jacob Tremblay.
2: It's Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. It's Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> bang bang! I don't like Room. <laughs> the new trio
3: is Bray Larson, Jacob Tremblay, and the room that they're in. <laughs>
2: Goodbye, life. Goodbye, other portion of the podcast as we begin the section.
4: Oh. Wait, can I say oh, one thing about I Room? I forgot
3: about that movie. So
4: I watched Room in theaters when my boyfriend at the time was temporarily living in someone's pool house, which was a windowless room. Yeah. So we watched it and then went back to... <laughs> to the room. And we, and room. we were literally <laughs> like, went back to room. <laughs> back to room. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man. Um, well, People's Court, Olivia goes through the archives of magazines and culture, such as People Magazine. So you get, there's sort of like a word thing happening mm. here, very loosely. And Olivia, mm. uh, tell us, what have you pulled up for us this time? Okay, so, oh, this
3: is from the Christmas issue of People in 1995. Okay. Okay. Uh, Io and I are fresh babies. Uh...
4: I'm an old four
2: <laughs> George is a four George, like, <laughs> George is like
3: walking <laughs>
4: Like making I actually, sentences I actually wrote this I worked for people at the time
2: it was, it was
4: me in glass, glasses <laughs> yes. and like In those
2: like 90s yeah. like glasses You're in the Hugh Grant glasses And you're typing it like a big big Like big, a typewriter yes. Like yeah. an
3: actual typewriter Trying to file your copy I look
2: like those big ugly tan computers Like the big uh-huh. windows Oh just like a, that's yeah. like a cube Uh huh. And you're sitting Your booster seat is a little cow box
4: <laughs> But I'm also evil I'm like I don't care if we don't have evidence for it <laughs> Publish <laughs>
2: Make it work. <laughs> um, okay, and this is some kind of like,
3: uh, like a cartoon, like humor piece where mm. they imagine the diaries of like several different celebrities. Um, one of them Whoa. is Hugh Grant uh, d- trying to figure out how to apologize to
2: Elizabeth Hurley. So just to kind of set the scene. Okay, and we love that. One of my favorite, my favorite uh, costumes, couples ideas for me if I date a white man is Hugh Grant and, and, Divine, and Brown. Divine Brown.
3: Uh, yep <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about you and getting cancelled cool.
2: <laughs> I know
3: anyway so here's the one they wrote for Courtney Love which is uh, fuck you but with like the cash uh, pound sign mm-hmm. present, whatever fuck you just be glad I write in you instead of kicking the shit out of you like these fucking fans I thumb through you and you're so full of so many disgusting fuck sex entries it makes me sick one quick thought though what if I did my hair like Alicia Silverstone's? gotta go fuck it this is like a year after Kurt Cobain has died. Yeah. And this is how they are like portraying. That's this also woman. clearly
4: not getting it's like what we were talking yeah, about with wait. intentionality. Yeah. It's like, oh, what is the most dumbed down version of Exactly interpreting what she does? It's like, oh, she is someone who says fuck a lot. Yeah. And like that's her entire thing. She's just like an angry teenager. She's just like teenager.
3: angry and she just crazy. like wants to like look blonde and yeah. pretty, but she's like can't or whatever. Like
4: God. the the nineties. 90s...
3: The 90s were kind of crazy. Yeah. One of
4: the yeah. most, did you guys listen to the season of um, Slow Burn about Bill Clinton? Yes. Yeah. One of the most insane things was when they were talking about the like feminist roundtable that was published in, God, now I can't remember, some you know mm-hmm. literary mm-hmm. journal or magazine or something Um, that was like all these prominent feminists and the debate was like whether or not they would like fuck Bill Clinton Like, (laughs) and it was like, yeah, I think he actually is like really sexy, and this is like as the Lewinsky,
2: yeah, yeah, is in the middle. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. I'm embarrassed. Um. I do also think just about like in that season they talk about like how they approached Monica Lewinsky in her hotel room, and the FBI agents were just. Harassing her and also making her feel bad about being a woman and the yeah. woman who was in this situation. The, uh, the crazy thing about Monica, also,
3: is that she was 23, 21, 23, 22, yeah, like, w- or she was like 22 while it was happening, and then like 23 yes, yes. when everything, like everything came out, up. Yeah. which is like. And Courtney was also, like, kind of young when this was all happening mm-hmm. to her. It's just, like... And just had a baby. Yeah. It, it really oh, we haven't even talking, talked about Bean. Frances Bean. What I will
4: say about Frances Bean is that, I mean, who am I to evaluate this? But she seems... You're George. She seems like she's <laughs> doing... Well. First of all, they seem like they've always had a good mother-daughter yeah, relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, more so than many other celebrities, frankly. Yeah.
3: More so than s- some people I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like they... I- I mean, it seems like something where they're like, "We have each other."
4: Yeah, and yeah. Kind of like and Francis Bean seems to be doing well. Question mark. Yeah. I don't know.
2: She's a, she, yeah, seems she was like chilling. She was a guest judge on um, Master Singer. Mass Singer. <laughs> <Mass> Singer. <laughs> Wait, no, really? <laughs> no, on um, on All Stars. On All Stars. Oh,
4: uh, that's right. She was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's that famous photo that's literally like Kurt, Courtney, Francis Bean, and RuPaul, and RuPaul, which is very sweet.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, she looks great right now too, Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so in. Interesting. I'm also thinking of friends I know who have parents who are addicts and that's also like probably very tough, but yeah. She does look great. (laughs) Sorry, And
4: that's
2: (laughs) and that's what matters. That's what matters. (laughs) Sorry, if you're not looking hot
4: (laughs) If you're not looking hot.
2: (laughs) I don't care. I don't
4: care. (laughs) Auntie needs her juice.
2: (laughs) Sorry. You coming to me looking ugly? Give Auntie her juice. (laughs) (laughs) Um Okay, well, we're also going to give Auntie her segment. Woohoo! We're going to play a quick <laughs> round of Fuck Mary Kill where instead of doing it with people, playing with people, we play with aspects of this person, your icons, okay. life and career. And this is we had a we had a loaded conversation, so we've got <laughs> we've got plenty to pick from. Um Olivia?
3: Yeah, I would um I would like to throw like uh, this is the first draft. I would like to throw like lyricism on the table oh, or great. just kind of like, kind of broadly like her mind. like awesome. <laughs> Her mind. <laughs> her mind. Her mind. Her smell, but, like, her mind. Her smell, her mind. Um, <laughs> just because, just speaking to like, she's a great writer, she's a great musician, she's a great singer. Mm. The the like the way she was like playing with image, even if people didn't get it, like her
2: mind. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so that's number one okay, where great. I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean... It's hard not to pick like heart, like ones that you'd be like, kill. I know. Aesthetic might be connected to her mind, right? Her yeah.
4: mind is broad. Her mind <laughs> is broad. <laughs> let's,
2: let's do, let's do, okay.
3: Let's do like lyricism uh-huh. and then aesthetic mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then one more that isn't
2: like rampant misogyny. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, we didn't even get into relationships, but maybe we'll do that for any last words. Okay. Um, hmm, lyricism, and yeah, this part we're definitely gonna be cutting around. <laughs> um, <laughs> lyricism, aesthetic, and maybe like
3: truly just like acting career. Okay. 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 You want to go first, Ayo? It's not <laughs> broad. <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> what? What? Because what is? It, it's like Man in the Moon. People versus versus Larry Flynt Empire. 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 (laughs) Okay, you're actually right. Okay, and acting career because we've got
4: so so lyrics Mm -hmm. aesthetic aesthetic, aesthetic, thespianism (laughs) the stage.
2: stage. (laughs) Okay, I am going first, and I think that I would uh, marry lyricism. I would I would marry um, I'd marry her mind. Um, it's like complicated and you know tough, but the good moments they matter, they Mm -hmm. endure, and um, I think I don't know, isn't that what marriage is about? Then I would fuck the. Aesthetic.
4: That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say.
2: And then I guess I would have to kill, unfortunately, okay. her beautiful guest I role. I <laughs> do have fire. a different answer. Oh <laughs> I, wow. I'm <laughs> um,
3: I'm also gonna marry lyricism, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna fuck the acting career uh-huh. because I think um, it is like full of uh secret talents. <laughs> And that is, you know, Mm -hmm. what you would want from like a sex partner would be like an unexpected be like, oh, wow, you're really good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I kill the aesthetic because uh, it'd be like dating someone where everyone's like, I don't get what do you what do you what do you see in him? Like, Is he hot? I'd be like, well, it's like a whole complicated thing. Wow. Um, And that's where that's where I land. Interesting. (laughs) Afraid of shame. Yeah, always. Yeah, we live in a shame based culture. True.
4: And that's good. That's,
2: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, really that's where great. I thrive. I, I love it.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna stick. I, I'm. I now you're making me question my choices, but I'm gonna stick with them for now. Stick and by I'm, them. I'm, yeah. Tell us why. And I. I mean, I, the marrying lyrics. Obviously, it's because they are the most. Uh, Timeless part of her career. I mean, it's like the one thing I revisit is her music. It's not like her performance in the people versus Larry Flint <laughs> But much love to her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
4: Um, and then the aesthetic is just like it's like hot, it's sexy, <laughs> she she is the moment. <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> she has a point. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wendy no. Williams. Oh, yes. Like she has a point, she's an icon, and she, she is, is the moment. moment. <laughs> So that's why I'm gonna fuck the aesthetic, <laughs> and then yeah, I mean, the act, I, as much as I think she's a she's a great actress, it's just I find her contributions to music and fashion to be more important yes. than her contributions mm, to film. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I believe with that we are going to make our verdict okay. on if uh, Courtney Love is going to be an icon, and if we think more importantly, will she endure? Um, and will, you know, what she's done, her work, her memory, will that endure? Um, and before we do that, we ask if anybody has any last words. Um, and I guess I'll start because I do want to mention, um, I think she's so, her public image is so intertwined with her relationship with Kurt Cobain, but I don't think enough people talk about or know the fact that she dated Steve Coogan.
4: Whoa!
2: (laughs) Oh right, you. I did know that, but
4: I actually fully forgot it until now. What?
2: What is the timeline on this? Um. Oh, they dated, kind of recently. Yeah. Like a few years ago. Um, and this is one of those
3: things where it's like famous people just kind of like meet each other sometimes and like hit it off because it's like when are those
2: two people in the
3: same room?
2: Yes. Um. Well, I think they met because of cocaine.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, that track fun. That
2: one. <laughs> um and Is, is Coogan a, a think, uh
3: <laughs> is a coke guy? I don't know. He, does...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they um they met in like 2005 or something, but it was like still mentioned in the press up until like 2013. But um but yeah, they did they did, that is a crazy relationship that I think about a lot. Okay, cool. Well, George, do you have anything you'd like to say before we vote?
4: I do. Um, the one thing I that we didn't that I didn't mention is the famous video of Courtney Love and Madonna at I Wanna Say the oh, VMAs. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where Madonna's being interviewed and then Courtney is being like kind of rowdy, and Madonna's like, oh, there's Courtney again, wanting attention. Um, which is an iconic moment. But I think that they now have mended their relationship in our.
2: Yes, because of the, Madonna notoriously also wants attention.
4: Right. <laughs> no, I love the idea of Madonna being like, um, I'm a serious artist being interviewed. Like, why is Courtney being so crazy?
2: <laughs> Puts on their huge cones, yeah, gets really, 50 black yeah, men yeah, to lift exactly. her out. Um, okay, well, the voting commences. I say yay. I also say
4: yay. And I say yay. She's
2: an icon, baby. Ugh. George. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you so much we for having me. We love you. Time. We appreciate we're love so you. Guys. We're so you happy you came. And um if we were to craft a room room, I would say yeah. Courtney Love would be playing a sort of meta role. Somebody's going to rehab she wins best supporting for playing like the, like the woman like, who's been in rehab back and forth mm-hmm. forever, or like the lead, like the group leader. And she's like not wearing any makeup. And oh, everybody's like, oh, she's brave. And she wins an Oscar. That's that's very the wrestler. I you know. know. Yeah. That's very the wrestler.
3: That's very Mariah Carey in um
2: Yes. In a Precious. Yes. And that's the novel and that's very this podcast. George, I thank you so much for coming on. You Have a point. You are an icon. You are a legend. You are the moment. (laughs) Um, Anything you want to plug? Um, This will come out in like spring.
4: Sure. Uh, Yeah. Just, you know, follow me on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, watch everything I put out.
2: (laughs) Shoot. Um... That's all. Do you think your pod will be out by
4: then? Oh yes, I will at that point have my own podcast. Okay. Um which I have not publicly mentioned yet, but it will exist. Uh-huh. My Common Essential set will be out by that point, yes. so Oof. check that out. Yes. Um, and I will probably be very famous.
2: <laughs> probably by then. By yeah, that'll be so cool that we had George on the pod. We'll be like, oh my god, can you believe? Yeah, can you believe George has bodyguards now? It's sort of. George is trending. <laughs> Hashtag George trending. Hashtag George. Okay. And hashtag bye, bitch. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening.
4: Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.
0: All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, if you like hilarious comedians talking about things they're obsessed with, you'll love our podcast, The Unofficial Expert. Now go listen to all of our episodes right now. Bye!